Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Reading My Writings podcast, where we explore the imagination of a younger me. I am your host, McKay Nielsen. And I'm your other host, Jordan Hansen. It's time for a Don't sound happy too sure. birthday. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that I am About your husband. My birthday or... I'm your co-host, and it's your birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday. At the time of recording, yes, it is my birthday tomorrow. There's definitely no other significant events that are happening tomorrow. Only my husband's birthday. Uh... That's a lie. Go vote if you haven't. But also tell my husband happy birthday on Twitter at Mr. Gold. No, don't tweet me. Yes, I'm not going to be on Twitter that day. That day of all days. Well, I you will, can check afterwards. Tweet. I will throw my phone on, uh, what's it called? The, the train. The train? And let it go as wherever it needs to, and I won't look at it right. that, the whole day. Well, tweet at read, 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 write pod or something. I'll be turning to the bottle. <laughs> Tag me at pod and I'll read your happy birthday wishes too, McKay. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, welcome. We're going to do a birthday episode, which Woo! just means I picked out... I mean, I always pick the writing. Yeah, I haven't picked a single one. How Your selfish. birthday one. Don't you dare. Oh, what did I pick? Oh, I did I get gave to pick you a choice. Yeah. That's true. Not very good. We could do more of that, though. We can do more, more Jordy picks. Yeah, definitely. You deserve more special days than just one a year. Oh, that's so sweet of you. Sorry, I got distracted by a hair that's on the microphone, or like a little fiber. I love the little fibers. You're my favorite little fiber. <laughs> so is this story birthday themed, or just that you picked it? Well, speaking speaking of six letter words that start with F, because uh, I said fiber. Friday? That's, uh, that's related too. Really? But for my birthday, I decided to read one of my favorite poems I've written, and... Let's just get into it. All right. <clears throat> What's it called? Also, back into poetry. Hello. Woo, back in the poetry corner. Try to try to make the bag mixed, you know, like a mixed bag. I love so, your, sometimes yeah. you're going to get the... Uh, I love your mixed bag. Sometimes you're going to get the Rolos, unfortunately. Hey, Rolos are okay sometimes. Okay, well, name me... Sometimes you'll get the Baby Ruths. I can't even imagine what a Baby Ruth looks like. Blue and white? The, Is pack- the, almond the packaging? One? Is it almond? I don't know. I just know that it's not a candy I eat. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is there are some candies in the mixed bag you don't particularly like, but you got to get rid of them somehow. (laughs) And sometimes that's what this podcast is. Oh, no. Is this a bad one? No, no, no. This is one of the Reese's. Oh, okay. This is one of the Reese's in the bag. Wait, wait, wait. This reminds me just because Halloween's going to happen between this episode and the next episode. Oh, yeah. Um, I just wanted to know what you did when you went trick or treating. Did you use your pillowcase? Cause yes, I, you did. Okay. Oh, yeah. of course. Okay. There's, it's the most efficient way. I mean, when I was a small, small child, I used a, I don't know if my mom made it or if it was some family thing, but we had one for Easter, one for Halloween. Mm, like East, a basket. Let me finish. Yes, it was a. Sorry. <laughs> yes, a basket. So it's a. It was a little pumpkin, but like the green stem was like the handle that went. Oh, that's adorable. To each end, and it had my name on it. I'm pretty sure, at least with Easter, it was like an Easter bunny's head with the handle. That is gruesome. Yeah, you like stuffed it inside its head. <laughs> I felt um, so cool, like carrying like the sack like over my shoulder, like Santa Claus. Like Santa. Yeah. Yeah, or a kid on the move. Oh, a yeah. kid on the run. And I would make that candy last until Easter. I question that. Well, like but... it would, it would, it would like go until December, and then Christmas would like supplement the income of candy. 
Oh, you'd mix. Yeah, and then I, the candy there's, would last there's forever. Certain freshnesses, no. Well, I I eat all the chocolate ones first, and then you'd have like the nerds and starters. There's packaging that doesn't bode well. Okay. No, that's fine. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. Um. <laughs> anyway, yeah, please. Oh, it's okay. It's a good reminder to let everyone know to check out the last four episodes. If you're wanting to get in the Halloween spirit, this cor- cor- corn ween. Can Ooh. we call it that? Corn. Quarantine. Quarantine. Hallow. Halloween. Halloween. Quarantine. I hate it. Never I mind. Hate it too. Um, but yeah, check out our four episodes where we do some of the spookier, darker, weirder episodes for right. the podcast. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. This is a poem that I chose for my birthday. It is called "The Death Slot." Ooh, still spooky. Let's do it. It sounds like it. So this, before I get started, I know I have to do some more talking, heaven forbid. Um, The reason I said six-letter F-words is because this is a poem I wrote about my favorite TV series. Fringe. Fringe. I knew it. F-R-I-N-G-E. What does it do the Friday? Do it air on Fridays? The death slot we're about to get into. Oh, that's where it goes to die. Got Mm -hmm. it. Okay. I got it. So this is a... I wrote it reflecting on... Anyway, let's get into it. All right. The Death Slot by McKay Nielsen. You are the puzzle piece that always seemed to fit. You are the reason in which life is worth living. My gosh. The labyrinth of possibility. The realm of impossibility. And before you get on me about that doesn't make any sense. That's what fr- that's one of the fringe things that one of their campaign things for a season is discover the impossibilities or imagine the impossibilities because it's a wacky show. It's basically X-Files but for people who I don't know. I've never watched the X-Files. I'm sure it's good. But Fringe is, should be right up your alley if you enjoyed X-Files. It's um Fringe is good. Fringe is really good. If you need any kind of uh promotion of it uh if you watch parks and rec it's adam wyatt's not adam wyatt's it's ben wyatt's favorite show <laughs> well that's true he binge watches it when he loses his job or something and then if you need another one <clears throat> from the podcast world it's sydney mcelroy's favorite show so lots of fringe love yeah so yeah i just want to clarify that line but before people called me out on how it doesn't make sense if you were to continue your journey i would be happy but alas, your quest is nearly through. The intangible friend. The intersection of bitter and end. Oh. I like the intangible friend part. Yeah. Because that's what I considered it. Really? Yeah. What was your favorite character? Like, what the related favorite to? character. Who do you think would be friend- you'd be friends with? Who I'd be friends with? Um, Astrid's pretty awesome. Shout out to Jessica Nicole. Yeah, she's she, amazing. She's awesome, and she gave such a great, you know, performance and you know heart into the role. And circumstances weren't too good for her, unfortunately, yeah. on the behind the scenes thing, and that's not not allowed. Yeah, I should really for, should have gotten more justice. But yeah, she seems really cool and like relatively young, you know, like at the time of Fringe. I mean, oh, Jessica. Well, like Astrid. Astrid's character, like oh, seemed like okay. young, so like I'd get more along with than like a a moody FBI agent or a like a snarky old dude, <laughs> jack of all trades, uh, 
hoodlum or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Though you are soon departing, the times we shared were worth it. The times I laughed, the times I cried, the jovial song, the one whose words I knew all along. The number five can fit on one's hand, though this fifth finger is shorter than the rest. The seasons? Mm-hmm. So Fringe had five seasons, and the fifth one was cut to just 13 episodes, which nowadays is like the standard. Yeah, it was honestly better as a 13-episode season. But like, it was... They barely... they It didn't even make financial sense for them to make a fifth season, but they did it for the fans to give Aww. a... Uh, the ending we wanted. You right. know? And I yeah, I like that line. I was really proud of it. it. can fit on one's hand, but this fifth finger is shorter than the rest. And it describes a thumb. Yeah, that's really good. Though if you... Maybe a thumb's not a finger. I don't know. Nerds. <laughs> the scientist's plea. The deadly fee. A silver screen calling my name. I beg it to stay beside me. A weekly smile. A fan's denial. You grew so tall in your five short years. The story, characters, and plot. The Friday nights I spent alone. And you were always there for me. And that's the end of it. It's a short poem. Um, yeah, you can take a look at it. Um, but it's just me showing my appreciation. I, I heard the news that season five was going to be the last season. It's going to be almost half the length of a regular season. And yeah, I just remember all the good memories of me, you know, finishing school, um, getting some Costa Vida. Oh, you liked Costa Vida even back then? Yeah, like when it first came out, yeah. Um, and, uh... I'd get some Costa Vida, go home, go to the basement, and rewatch some Fringe on my DVDs. Aww. Um, all by myself. This was one of the first shows that when we first started dating, like, McKay was insistent that I watched. <laughs> and now he's done it. Yeah, it was good. I mean, he did it um, back in, like, dang, right in our first places yeah, when we finished what I'm saying. it. It so. was like, because we go back and forth in suggesting shows for each other to watch. Yeah. So we watch all the way through. And Fringe was, I think, probably one of the first that we yeah, watched so. all the way through together. Which is funny because it's a hundred episodes. That's no, oh, yeah, that's no small feat. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I wouldn't. It's, I think the first series we tried to watch all the way through is Breaking Bad, but I think we watched two episodes and I got really bored. Well, I think that's you. Ha- we started watching Breaking Bad when I was in one of a mood. Oh yeah. And then, like, it was me when I was like a vegetable on the couch and. You're like, oh, this will cheer you up, and we watched it, and then, yeah, we took a big hiatus. Hiatus? Gosh, I can't ever know. Eh, they both work to me. No, they don't. Okay. Um, but yeah, but we eventually got back into it, because it's a also a really good series. Oh, it was good. I'm glad we finished it. Um, but yeah, Fringe has been a early foundation for our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, recently, oh, was it? Yeah, it was for this last Chris no anniversary it was for the anniversary that jordan uh hired mm-hmm. one of the main actors on his what was it cameo cameo it was before cameos gotten huge cameo is huge now but like when it first started coming out john noble yeah so john noble um he's one of the main characters from fringe plays walter bishop um jordan hired him on cameo to do a little shout out video and it was so perfect and cute 
Yeah, it's been a huge part of our lives. Yeah, but I wanted to pick, you know, it's my birthday, so I wanted to pick uh, one of my favorite uh, poems about my favorite thing. It's still my favorite TV show. Do you think that there's ever a chance of Fringe being, like, uh, redone? Like a reboot? Yeah. I don't know. I don't... It has, like, a... What is it called? A cult following? But, like, unfortunately, it just... I feel like it was just on the the cusp of that kind of possibility. You know what really? I mean? Like it I feel like where it happened is unfortunate timing where things are, you know, getting cuz things were slowly turning to digital, you know, and Right. It, so it could have had a a chance. And I know back when it ended like they had Comic-Cons and there was talks of a fringe movie. Man, could you imagine being like a panel with them? Yeah, I just if they if they were to if anyone from Fringe was to ever come to a Fanex or Comic Con or whatever we're allowed to call it these days, um, I would totally do it. Yeah, it's weird that like none of none of the people who have been on Fringe have come to a Comic Con yet, and yet they're all on like very popular shows. Like Anna Torv got Mind Hunter, uh, Jessica Nicole went on to like the uh, Alice Isn't Dead, which is a pretty huge podcast. Uh, John Noble's been in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he was in Lord of the Rings. He was oh, but he was in Sleepy Hollow. He's yeah. in uh He's in like Josh, he's in something recently. Josh Jackson's in the affair. Stop. But he's also Don't. in Dawson's Creek. So that's yeah, also really Creek. like huge. And so it's weird that like none of them have come. I don't know if what Lance Reddick has been done, if he's done anything. Oh, Lance Reddick's all awesome well, no he's awesome i just don't know if there's any geeky things he's been in lately. oh there's something he's doing like recently like uh is he doing like a sci-fi no it's not a sci-fi but it doesn't need it just needs to be a geek thing right yeah no i just he seems like he'd be in a good sci-fi role anyway before i start listing the whole cast of fringe <laughs> blair brown yeah blair brown michael Cerveris. oh he, he's great he's in gotham he's the he's in gotham he's, he's in mindhunter professor pig yeah it's crazy that none of them not peppa pig no not just to clarify yeah professor pig with a y anyway this could go on forever but yeah thank you guys so much for listening that was my short poem called the death law and the reason why it's called the death law is because um there was a thing with fox moving their shows to friday which was considered the death law where they send shows to die you know it's the lesser desired airtime for a series a Friday night, I guess. Right. Um, and so when Fringe got moved to that, people were like, RIP. Like, they already knew things were going to dwindle, unfortunately. Hey, at least they got a slot. That la- The last season of Legend of Korra was just online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... It- yeah, I know. It sucks, though. So. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, be sure to let us know what you think. On social media, that's Twitter, Read, Write, Pod, Facebook, and Instagram, Reading My Writings. And uh, we're at readwritepod.com. You can send us emails at readwritepod at gmail.com. Uh, thank you for all your five-star ratings on Apple. And thank you for any tips you send us in uh, the description. Uh, there's more info in the episode description on how to do that. Thank you. It's appreciated. Yeah, thank you. All right. Well, I'm McKay Nielsen. I'm Jordan Hansen. Be happy and stay creative. Bye. Bye.